Buckle up, everyone. You are strapped in and ready for the Insurance Hour with me, your host, Carl Sussman, the voice helping you navigate the world of insurance. Insurance is not complicated. It really isn't. There's a lot of misunderstanding about what insurance is, and that's why I'm here. I want you to understand what insurance is, what insurance isn't, what your expectations for a policy should be, keeping you informed and insured one hour at a time. Let's talk about insurance. Hello, hello. This is Carl with the Insurance Hour. Thank you so much for listening today. We are proud to say we are now syndicated across California on some terrific stations such as KZSB, KSTE, and KMET. Of course, we're also online. We're on Amazon. We're on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah, I guess we're on LinkedIn too. We're on uh, TuneIn. We're on iHeartRadio. We are everywhere. So please feel free to find us wherever it is most convenient for you. The goal for us is to help educate you on everything insurance related. Now in California, there is a lot going on in the insurance market. I don't have to tell you that. A lot of things going on that are affecting the price that you're paying, that are affecting the amount of coverage you have, the choices of insurance companies you have to go with. It's its a smorgasbord of, of things going on out there. So I am here to try and help you make sense of all of it. I will do the best I can. You can always reach out to me if you have questions. Also, feel free to send an email to carl at insurancehour.com and I will answer your questions next time around. A lot of times if you have a question, you'll find that other people have the same question as well. So please feel free to use that email address and I will get to your questions just as soon as I can. So a little bit of history about what's going on. Right now, California, as always, is in the in the beginning stages of a change. Now, if, if you're from California or you know it or love it, at the end of the day, you will know that California tends to be where we're the first to get the problems and we're the first ones to come up with the solutions. And this is definitely no exception to that rule. The problem is in California, the climate change effects that we're having on weather patterns are changing the landscape, literally, and also changing the costs associated with providing insurance coverage in the state. So let's just take the last 20 years. Insurance carriers, the, inter- the insurance market in general, has a lot of data, as you can imagine. They, they basically survive on, on big data, and they can predict, based on that, what types of claims they can expect based on certain weather patterns and historical data. Well, in the last several years, what they are finding is with the climate changing and the weather patterns changing and other factors that we'll get into, those models are no longer functioning. Just to give you an example, there used to be approximately every six to seven years, one what was considered catastrophic event. Now, a catastrophic event can have several different definitions, but the generally accepted catastrophic event definition is any event that costs the industry over $1 billion. In California, prices for things priced in the assumption that that was going to happen every six or seven years. Well, Would it surprise you to know that they have already had, as an industry so far this year, 28 catastrophic events countrywide? 28. And 2023 is not over yet. So that should just give you an idea that things are drastically different than they have been in the past. This is not something that the industry is prepared for. It's not something that they're priced for. It's not something that what are called reinsurance companies, which are insurance companies that back 
insurance companies, it's not something that they're prepared for as well. So the major shakedown has to do with the fact that claim frequency, which is how often a claim happens, and claim severity, which is how bad is the claim, right? How much is going to be paid out for repairs, have both gone through the roof, literally and figuratively speaking. So the insurance industry has to do some changes. They have to find ways, number one, to better predict losses so that they can properly price products. And number two, they have to try and look for ways to create insurance products that are affordable for consumers. And these things are not mutually exclusive. One of the things we've talked about in the past in California is that the Department of Insurance is extremely consumer-friendly, and they are mandating insurance carriers to offer certain discounts for different types of things that they do to make their house less likely to, for example, burn in a wildfire. This is a good thing. This is good because at the end of the day, what do we all want? We really want the same thing. Consumers don't want to have their house burned down. And guess what? The insurance companies don't want their houses burned down either. So our goals are really aligned between the insurance industry and the consumer. What we're dealing with right now is we're trying to get to a place where there's a general understanding that, look, our goals are aligned. However, the way we've been doing business, we meaning consumers and insurance carriers, is going to be changing. And those changes, let's face it, nobody likes change. There's an old expression that I love. It's that um, change is easy. Transition is hard. And this is a perfect example of that. We're going through the changes right now. We're going through the premium changes. We're going through the underwriting changes, things that we're being told to do to our homes to make them safer that we weren't told to do. These are changes. These are things that are difficult. There's a stack of insurance companies that are no longer writing coverage in California until the changes are done. And once those changes are done, then they re-enter the marketplace because, again, change is easy. It's the transition period that's difficult. And right now, we are in that transition period. What else happens when we have insurance companies that will no longer write coverage in California? Well, it doesn't take a genius to know, and I'm certainly not one, that when you have lots of insurance companies offering coverage, you're going to potentially have competition, and that competition will do what to the price? It drives the price down. Right now, we have literally the antithesis of the opposite of that. We have fewer insurance companies offering coverage in California than we probably ever have. And the few carriers that are left are able to charge higher premiums. They're able to be more detailed in what it is that they want us to do. They're able to be pickier. Let's face it, that's really what it comes down to. If you're buying a new home and you need to close escrow, and in the past you used to be able to call a broker and the broker would say, all right, I've got about seven or eight companies. Let's go through the differences. Let's check out the prices, things like that. Maybe now there could be one carrier that's willing to write coverage, two carriers if you're really lucky. And do you think those one or two carriers are the ones that are going to give you the absolute best price? Probably not. So right now we are in the most painful part of the change because right now we're dealing with carriers that are not writing coverage, squeezing the market, meaning the prices are going to be higher. And it, let's face it, everyone gets mad. The carriers are upset because they can't write coverage. Because they can't write coverage, they can't make money. Consumers are mad because the carriers that are left still writing coverage are, I hate to say, I can't, I can't use those words. Let's just say they are charging potentially excessive premiums. I think that's a, a fair way of putting it. Or at least we can say they're charging premiums that are not necessarily 
customized to the exact risk profile that your, your home might be. So everybody's angry. And for those of you that are saying, oh, the insurance carriers are doing this deliberately, they just want to be able to make more money. Um, let, me, let me explain one thing to you. If there's one thing I can tell you about an insurance company, it's that they make money by selling insurance policies. If they are not selling insurance policies, the only reason they are doing that is because they cannot make money doing that. If there was a way to make money selling insurance, they would sell insurance. Literally, that is what they do. That is what an insurance company does. A company that's owned by shareholders, and I mean, they literally, that is their job. Sell insurance, make money. If they are saying, we cannot sell insurance because we cannot make money, you can know it's true, because if they could, they would. So right now, we are in this state where we have fewer carriers than ever that are writing policies. At the same time, we have consumers that are paying more for insurance than they ever have in the past, and that, of course, makes nobody happy at all. And we're being told there are going to be changes to guidelines, changes to regulations, and this is supposed to change the environment that we're, in essence, that California insurance marketplace is in. Now, before I get into the details about what that's going to entail, because I want you to have an idea of what to expect, I'm sure you hear a lot about it on the news, they talk about new regulations, and, and this consumer group is happy, this consumer group is unhappy, this carrier is happy, this carrier is unhappy, you hear all sorts of noise about it. What I want to do is, I want to give you the, the legitimate breakdown, what it is to expect what it is that's going on, and what it is that you can do in the interim while we are in this period of transition to try and save money, be sure you have the proper coverage, and be ready for when the market completely turns, when all of the carriers come rushing back because we've made it through transition and we're into the change part, we're into the part where they can be profitable and they can compete for your business. Let's take a quick break to listen to one of our sponsors, and then we'll get into the details for you. Facing the maze of California's insurance market? Let Sussman Insurance Agency be your ally. Expertise in all personal insurance needs for over two generations. Call 877-411-5200 or visit sussmaninsurance.com. Together, we can do this. Welcome back. All right, before the break, I promised you that I was going to give you some information about what to do during this transition period between the insurance industry being locked up with the inability to be profitable which then makes the consumer stuck having to pay higher premiums because there's less competition and fewer carriers writing coverage. What can you do now while you're waiting for these regulations to come down, while you're waiting for some of this transition to happen? And what should you expect that transition to look like? So let's start with the first part. What can you do right now? I like to describe it this way. When your insurance premium renewal comes, grab it, give it a big hug and kiss, and pay the premium. Now, you might notice that I didn't say, open it up, go through it with a fine-tooth comb, see how much more money there is. Yes, you definitely should open it up, check to see if there's been any type of material changes to the coverage. However, the chances are what you're going to really notice when you open up that mail. Does anyone still get their insurance policy in the mail? Are they all electronic? You really should try and get it electronically. It saves the trees and all that other good stuff. But at any rate, you're going to notice that your premium has gone up. And what's your first knee-jerk reaction? Well, I'm going to shop around for something better. Let me tell you right now, after doing this for 30 years or more, it's probably a little over 30 years at this point, you're not going to be able to find an insurance company that's going to offer you a significantly less expensive insurance policy than the one you have today, assuming you're with 
I say one of the standard carriers, and I'm not going to name any names, but you know which carriers I'm talking about. If you've heard about them, if they've done advertising on television, if they've been around for a long time, then yes, the premium has gone up, and yes, you're going to have to just pay that premium. Because again, if you're going to compare it with the few carriers that are still willing to take new business, I can almost guarantee you that you're going to end up spending more money that way. You really should just keep the policy that you have. I know it's a painful pill to swallow. I'm just, I'm trying to save you time and frustration. Don't feel like you're blindly paying more premium and you should have looked around. There's always something better. I, I, I will tell you when that time comes and it will come. But right now, pay that premium. Plenty of people are getting non-renewed. They don't even have the option to have a policy with a standard carrier. So if you have it, pay it. I would also suggest highly that you go on any type of automatic payment plan that's available. That means go on a plan where they'll automatically take premium out of your checking account or they'll charge your credit card, get those points, all that good stuff. But set it up so that your policy is paid and there's no possibility that the policy will lapse. Let me tell you something. If, again, you're an insurance company and you're getting $1,000 from a policy and statistically you're paying out $1,100, are you going to be happy to keep that policy? The answer is no. So if your policy lapses because you miss a payment, how eager do you think they're going to be to let you have that policy back? The answer is, in case you haven't guessed, not very eager. So you do not want to give an insurance company the opportunity to stop insuring you simply because you missed a payment especially if you're getting things in the mail. I don't know about you, and and I don't like to bash the United States Postal Service. I don't like to bash anything, to tell you the truth. But I gotta tell you, it's just not like it used to be. I mean, there will be days when I just don't get mail, and I don't see how that's possible. I I just don't. So I, I would sign up for electronic billing. I would go on an automatic billing payment plan and be sure that your insurance policy stays in force. If you've got a good policy, it's going to cost more money, for right now at least, Just pay that premium and move on. If you need to go on the payment plan, okay. But just be sure you do not let that policy lapse. I know, again, it sucks. Now, if you're with a carrier already that you've never heard of, maybe you were non-renewed, you ended up with some smaller company and you've never heard of them and it's really expensive, sure, shop it around. There are some of the name brand carriers that have limited capacity right now and, and that's changing and they're opening up slowly as well. But... Uh, So definitely, you're willing to take the time, then go for it. It makes sense. But that's only if you're with one of those carriers. And again, you you have an idea of who I'm talking about. It's the carriers you've never heard of before. It's the carriers that uh, I jokingly say, uh, you probably have half their savings in your own savings account. You would be surprised. You can also go to the website ambest.com. AMBEST is an organization that rates the financial solvency of insurance companies. What that means is they'll tell you how much money they have. It's public record. They have to provide that information to the insurance department, the California Department of Insurance. So you can go there and look as well. If you're with a company and they have, let's just say, less money than you would expect, maybe then it's fair for you to do some shopping. Otherwise, hold on tight to that policy. Kiss it on all four cheeks. Now, what to expect? Here's what's going to happen. Regulations are changing in California. The governor has given some edicts to the Department of Insurance, basically saying, hey, fix this. This is not okay. 
Right now, we have somewhere around 87% of the entire insurance marketplace either not writing new policies or severely limiting the number of policies they're going to write. So the governor's office sent a letter to the Department of Insurance and said, hey, do your job, please fix this. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing extremely. Department of Insurance said, okay, I will. And put together something, uh, a list of things in that, that were going to be put into place that would be designed to entice the insurance industry and the different insurance companies. Remember, insurance companies are private companies. They're, they're not nonprofits. They, they are for-profit carriers. They are, they're enticing them to come back and offer coverage in California. They're going to be doing things like being more granular with their underwriting, meaning the premium you pay for your house might be different than the premium that the person literally next door to you pays. And that's a good thing because take a look at your house, take a look at their house. Are they the same? Do they deserve to be paying exactly the same price? Probably not. Have you done updates? Do you have better pride of ownership? Do you have a new roof? Things like that. There are things that are going to allow insurance carriers to more properly and specifically decide premiums based on the actual risk. Whereas right now, it tends to be sort of a wider brush. That area pays this much. This area pays that much. So that's the first thing you should expect is carriers will be able to charge premium based more specifically on the risk versus just this is the premium for that area. Another thing that the insurance carriers are going to be able to do is instead of simply looking at historical data, looking back over the last 20 years and saying, okay, well, this is what we've seen happen, so this is what we should expect to happen in the next 20 years, since we know that's woefully inaccurate at this point, the Department of Insurance is going to permit insurance carriers where they can justify it in plain black and white math on paper to be able to use specific programs and artificial intelligence, and I say big brains, to be able to predict where future losses are going to be. Now, this is revolutionary for California because previously you can't do that. You're not allowed to look forward. You're only allowed to look backwards. It's kind of interesting when you think about it because if you've never had a claim, but you move to an area that has had lots of claims, let's say either on that house or in that area, you would be penalized for that potentially. With this new program, they're going to look forward. They're going to look and see, well, what is the propensity for this particular house in this particular area with these particular characteristics to actually have a loss? So that's going to make a huge difference in what you pay in premium because it's going to more accurately reflect what it is that you actually have. Again, they're not going to look at what was. They're not going to look at what could have happened. They're going to look at what they anticipate happening. And the best part about that is that data is going to be updated frequently in real time, I'm sure at some point, meaning the rate you pay is going to be that much more specifically tailored to your risk exactly. Not your area, not the type of house, just your entire risk profile. And I can't even get into the number of factors they're going to be looking at, but let me tell you, there are hundreds of them, hundreds of them, hundreds of data points that they can look at. And it sounds a little creepy when you think about it that, oh my God, all this information is out there. But this information is out there to give a proper assessment of how likely is it that you're going to have a claim and how likely is it that you're going to file that claim. And if that information is properly used, and that's where the Department of Insurance will keep their eyes to be sure everything is done fairly and equitably, if they can use that information and then get a price, guess what? If every insurance company is doing that, and there are lots of insurance companies coming back and writing those policies, 
then the premium is going to be forced down by competition because everyone's going to have a profile and they're going to work and they're going to try and compete for that business. All right, let's take another quick break for a sponsor and I will be back to wrap up today's show. In a tough California insurance market, you need expert guidance. Trust Sussman Insurance Agency with a legacy of understanding complex coverage needs. Call 877-411-5200 or visit sussmaninsurance.com. Treating clients like family for two generations. This is Carl with the Insurance Hour. Thanks once again for joining us. And I wanted to wrap up today's conversation. We talked today about the insurance market in California, and it is challenging. We are paying more for policies than we used to. We have less choices than we used to. And let's face it, we're all very frustrated. There's not a day that goes by that I don't get a phone call or hear from someone that's trying to get an insurance policy that simply cannot or They have a renewal from a company they've never heard of, and it is some astronomical premium. This happens daily, and I'm just one office. So if it's happening to me, it's happening everywhere. Consumers in California are paying more than they should have to, and they have less flexibility and less choice than they should. Now, the good news is that the California Department of Insurance gets it. They are on it. And there are changes that are coming down in these in some new regulations that are starting to roll out now. And we'll talk about them more next week in, in detail. They have some more regulations coming down that are going to change the way insurance carriers are permitted to substantiate the risks that they have and what it is they're going to charge for those risks. This is a good thing. Don't let anybody convince you that it's a bad thing, that it's an insurance company bailout Oh my gosh, they're getting what they want, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? If an insurance carrier, if getting what they want means that we end up with more insurance companies competing, how is that a bad thing? Insurance carriers all tend to want to do the same thing, sell insurance and make money from it. If we're finding ways to create an environment where more insurance companies can sell policies and more insurance companies come to California and sell those policies, which creates more competition, we know it's just math, it's not politics, We know that that is going to lower the overall premium that consumers are paying. So don't let anybody talk you into the, oh, it's terrible. The insurance companies are are forcing us to do bad things. No, they're not. The insurance industry is simply adapting to the mathematical facts of the way things are right now, which means we cannot look at the way things used to be 20 years ago. Number one, we're getting different climate patterns than we did 20 years ago. Number two, with record inflation year over year over year, things simply cost more money than they did. And on top of it, like I always tell my kids, same makes same, change makes change. If we keep doing the exact same thing we've been doing, then what do you think is going to happen with our insurance market? The same thing. We have to do things differently if we expect there to be a different outcome. Think about that. The next time you hear somebody complaining about changes in the insurance industry, realize that that's a good thing. That means that there's going to be more competition. That means that there's going to be more choice. That means that there's going to be lower premiums once all of this is done. Remember, change is easy. Transition is hard. This is the transition part, not the change part. Once it's changed, premiums will be where we want them to be or close to it. They're going to accurately reflect what your actual likelihood is of having a claim And let's face it, at the end of the day, that's fair. That's what you want, right? You only want to pay what you need to pay 
that accurately reflects the possibility of you having a claim and how large of a claim you're going to have. That's just fair. You don't want to subsidize the guy down the street. You don't want to subsidize the house that might be way up in the mountains. You don't want to subsidize the guy that's had 10 claims in the past. You don't want to do that. You just want to pay, most likely, the most competitive rate for a comprehensive policy that matches your specific, your individual risk characteristics, your likelihood of having a claim. And the guidelines that are coming down from the California Department of Insurance are doing a terrific job of setting up an environment that will do exactly that. We are literally changing. And when we make changes and are changing, we can expect to see what? Changed markets. So the insurance market will change. It will get back to a place where it's vibrant, where companies are competing for your business, and their rates are going to reflect the fact that they're competing for your business. Right now, with very little exception, if an insurance company writes a policy, they lose money statistically on that policy. So are they going to eagerly offer those policies? No. Are they going to go out of their way to write them and keep them? No. Once these changes go through, once the market starts to open up again, we will all reap the benefits of having more competition, lower premium, more choices, and we won't be in this situation where we're writing with insurance companies that we've never heard of or that are charging premiums that just seem outrageous considering what our actual risk profile is. Until next week, thank you so much again for listening. I am Carl Sussman, and you have been listening to the Insurance Hour. Thanks again. Remember, the show is dedicated to Shamrock Papa. 